We're very thankful today to be joined by Todd Vandermeid. He is a former lobbyist for the National Rifle Association. Todd, thank you so much for your time. Glad to be here. You're one of the most respected voices when it comes to gun legislation, and I wanted to bring you on because this assault weapons ban that was passed, drawing a lot of attention, and I think rightfully so. With that set up, uh, give me your initial reaction to the passage of this bill. Well, they wrote a very broad and sweeping gun ban. They're trying to get as many elements of the gun control agenda in one swoop as they can. And the thing that stood out to me was that a number of very common shotguns would fall underneath this piece of legislation and would have to be registered as assault weapons, as I read the law. Yeah, they uh, they wrote a very, very sweeping proposal in the beginning. They've tried to pare it down some uh, as legislators were asking questions and the drafters started to find the error of their ways, but it doesn't look like they got all of that. And so I think that when people read our pleadings in court, they're going to be very surprised what's actually scooped up in this bill. And I know you likely don't want to go too far into revealing the things that are going to be involved in those pleadings, but it seems as if most Second Amendment supporters are confident that upon appeal, this law will be overturned. Uh, do you think that that confidence is well-placed? I do. In light of the New York decision from the United States Supreme Court, I think they have a very big rock to roll up the hill, especially the way they drafted this bill. Um, it's not just uh, things like the shotguns you've talked about. It goes to trying to take a page out of New York's playbook and restrict where, if you have a carry license, you can go depending on the firearm you carry. Um, you know, they have taken a page out of the New York playbook in trying to designate virtually every public way in some sort of sensitive place. And they're just completely butthurt ever since the Howard decision came down. And now uh, they're just going to you know, try to stick a thumb in the eye of the Supreme Court in the light of New York, and we're going to use that as a backstop. And, um, you know, I hope that uh, uh, the leadership, you know, enjoys, you know, us cramming it down their throat one way or the other. And so, assuming that the members who pass this bill know that it could be overturned, is this a matter of just passing something so that they can campaign or raise money on it? I, I think there's several facets to that. I think it's their virtue signal. We have to do something. I think it's get opponents on a vote that they can try to pummel them with in the mailbox during election time because, you know, not many people are going to pay attention that, you know, it's overturned in the courts, it's ruled unconstitutional, they're just, you know, it's a marketing campaign. And so I think that it, it has all of those elements and probably a few more. Some of my listeners to the program will say, all right, Second Amendment supporters, fine, you don't like this piece of legislation, but what do you like? What are we supposed to do in order to try to curb these mass shootings like we have seen? Well, I think the first thing is when police get tips on things, they need to act on them. We've seen between Aurora and 
the Highland Park shooting, that law enforcement had advanced notice of things and yet did nothing about it. I think that you have to seriously look at what's going on with mental health and figure out some sort of response there that doesn't trample on, you know, 2.5 million gun owners did not go up to Highland Park and shoot the place up. But yet we're the ones that are supposed to bear the brunt of, you know, some blue-haired, wild-eyed, crazy kid because he got told no one too many times or something. You know, this is that typical punish the whole class for what one one kid does mentality. And, you know, it's the Bill of Rights. It is there to protect the rights of people no matter what the majority thinks the right thing ought to do. I mean, at one point in time, they thought segregated school was right. How do you think it would have acted if the Illinois legislature would have gone against, you know, Brown v. the Board of Education? What would they be saying then? Is that what they, you know, either our rights mean things or they don't? Todd Vandermind with us today, former lobbyist for the National Rifle Association. What are you telling people that they ought to do about it? Because obviously it's a very blue general assembly. Uh, it seems that, you know, lobbying that body is not an effective practice anymore. Uh, it's difficult, given that the fact that the Republican Party is all but given up on the suburbs, uh, close to where I live, and there's no path to a majority without going through the suburbs, and having candidates that cast clear and uh, articulable values and you know ideals and principles. So with that, uh, I'm recommending uh, we're working with the Second Amendment Law Center. Uh, they're a law firm that uh, group that has been handling several of the winning cases out of the California Ninth Circuit. Uh, they have a donation link on their page, and there's a little toggle you can click to steer your donations towards Illinois. All that money is being earmarked towards this litigation. Uh, we have the, uh, the gun dealer in Southern Illinois. You need to become part of uh, FFL Illinois, the Federal Firearms Licensees of Illinois. Um, you know, we're still putting together the litigation to tackle this on, and more uh, representation from the southern part of the state is going to be helpful. And then uh, my gun club, or a sportsman's club. So my suggestion is if you're a part of a gun club, get to your gun club, talk to your gun club, and tell them to, you know, uh, join up with the other sportsman's clubs in this state and, uh, you know, support our efforts here um, to sit there because it's, it's going to be a court fight. And uh, we're going to sit there and, uh, you know, take it to them. Uh, it's going. It's probably. And it's not going to be just one lawsuit. There are going to be various aspects of this that are going to have to be litigated out in their own suits. So it's going to get expensive. Todd Vandermind with us. Uh, you have a presence on YouTube and other social media channels. Give you an opportunity to mention those if you like. Well, yeah, I have my own Facebook page. Um, there's uh, my YouTube channel is uh, Freedoms Steel with an apostrophe s. It's a play on me being an operating engineer uh, and building a bunch of new ranges out at the gun club. Uh, kind of picked that name. Uh, but, yeah, I've been giving updates on the channel daily about what's been going on in Springfield. I expect to cut at least one for today, depending on what the House does. We anticipate the House will pass this ban and get it moving towards the governor this afternoon. We'll have updates, and I go into a lot of the nuances of things that you won't see in other places about Illinois politics or some of the other ones.
Todd, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it greatly. Well, I thank you.